Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. I guess one of us should start talking. And that's kind of how this works. I don't want to intro it because. You oh, you don't just, want to intro it? Okay. No, you just did it with such gusto with that <laughs> radio uh, voice that just sounds so. <laughs> ooh, I mean, Thanks. it gives me chills. Okay, it's almost like, you know, <laughs> sitting on the woofer and Stern going like. Oh, yeah. That amazing. Okay, here we go. the rabbit and red sunday show with your hosts michael J and alex edwards yes we are back it is sunday we know you missed us um the all that raunchy sex porn talk and all that nonsense we know you want more of it but we're gonna try to steer in a, a more focused direction this time but but we're back i'm alex i'm with mike how you doing yes. mike I'm wonderful at this point in juncture. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that every time we don't know where to go with a inaugural show that we just go to porn and things like that? It just seems like, uh, hey, what can we do that's uh, different? Well, I do, <laughs> I do want to try one of those cam girls things. I just didn't feel like paying for it. But I do want to try that because yeah. I, I, I want to tell them to do dirty things and maybe like get down on the floor and let me urinate on them or something. Oh yeah, this was supposed to be a different kind of episode. Well, <laughs> right out <laughs> of the gate. Well, no, no, I, I have something different to start us out with. This is, this is great. Oh, good. Now, I, I think I texted you. Um, I know you're probably not big on fast food that much. I know back in the day, uh, you enjoyed your Burger King and McDonald's somewhat, but I'm sure... Oh, yeah. You know, someone like you now that, that's kind of trying to be spelt and the married gentleman, you know, doesn't gravitate towards that. However, well, yeah, I lived off of that stuff in my 20s, definitely. Yes. Um, and although I did work out and stuff, so it was kind of weird. People would get freaked out when they see me eating that stuff and they saw the condition I was in. <laughs> They'd be like, what are you doing? I remember <laughs> you in specific. Remember that time I, I like sent you a picture or I told you what I was eating at Friendlies? Yes. Uh, it was like the chicken and then the loaded, the loaded French fries with bacon and cheese and crap and sour cream. And you were like, "Sir, what are you doing to yourself? All the all those workouts, all right in the garbage." And I remember you saying that, and I was like, "Wow, he's right. What am I doing?" 
so that kind of like took you off of it then is what you're saying at that point. Yeah, you kind of woke me up in a weird way because I never gave it a thought because I was in pretty good shape. So I said, you know what? He's right. What am I? Why am I eating like this? So I can honestly say I have not had, had McDonald's or Burger King in probably like eight years, maybe. Oh. And um, I might have had Wendy's once in a pinch. Um, I I do do Taco Bell like once every three months. Oh, but, I mean, uh, that's something. Yeah. So what is your uh, thing here? Well, I, I wish that I could be, you know, as dedicated as you. Well, especially now. Um, so my mom is, is currently now out of work for about another week and a half. So with her being home, uh, she does not like she likes eggs, like scrambled eggs, any type of eggs. Um, she does not enjoy the way that I make her eggs. So, because I tend to burn them because I enjoy things burnt. So if I make scrambled eggs, I yeah, like you're like your villains, like you like Nightmare on Elm Street movies, right? Right. And well, the burning. Well, I mean, <laughs> the burning is quite good. It it, it was um, Dimension's first uh, film, so to speak, back in 1981. So, and we all know Dimension before um, Harvey Weinstein used to be a sign of quality in my opinion mm. so but um wendy's now has breakfast nationwide before it used to only be like in california and stuff but now it's all over the country so oh boy do i feel like a fat fuck but um uh-huh. this morning i i happened to indulge and i got myself a plain sausage biscuit I got myself um, a maple, or it's a bacon, maple, honey, butter, chicken biscuit, which means it has like a chicken breast, honey butter, bacon on this warm breakfast bun. <laughs> and then their hash browns are are not hash browns. They're like potato wedges and they're seasoned just like kfc's would be oh it's so good i know i'm i'm like in love with this thing so and i get we get like two large coffees or she wanted like a medium coffee or a small coffee because she doesn't drink much i get a large because i drink the shit out of that stuff right so um they they sent two larges because we got through a DoorDash. Um, they don't. Um, uh, Wait, they so deliver she, this to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, DoorDash wow. or Uber, it's on DoorDash. So DoorDash like delivers it to the house. Wow. So she doesn't want to drink the whole large. Car. They probably looked in the bag and looked at them driving themselves to you and said, "Yeah, that makes sense." Oh no, they stapled like the bag shut at the store. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, so people don't tamper with your food. Oh, good. Right. So, you know, that nobody's like spitting in it, coming in the bag, whatever. Oh, know. my God. Hey, people have done that. I've heard it. You know, they're just, oh, yeah, look at this fucking fries. Oh, oh yeah, oh, dropping oh. loads all over your fries. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it is. So she doesn't want the thing, like all the coffee. So I get another cup. And I dump it in, like, so I'm thinking I'm going to save it for later. No. So I drink my 20-ounce coffee, plus, I guess there was about maybe half of her 20-ounce that I drank, plus I ate all that food. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So I, needless to say, like about an hour later, I barely made it to the toilet. Wow, it immediately went through you that quick? Uh, every time I drink, like Chick-fil-A coffee does it, Dunkin' Donuts coffee does it, and now Wendy's coffee. But, I mean, you figure I drank 30 ounces of it. Yeah, I never really drink more than 20 ounces of a coffee. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if, you're looking to, like, if you're looking to maintain regularity and just empty your bowels out, I would recommend... Yeah, they say burn. coffee and cigarettes is the, is the way to go. Right, so 30 ounce, you're saying? That's, yeah, that about did it for me. At least Wendy's. If I have 
like even a medium Dunkin' Donuts, which is like 14 ounces, within 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I'm on the toilet. Jesus. Well, um, so what are you saying? No more coffee for you? Oh, no, no. I can't stop. If I don't drink coffee, I get a severe fucking headache. Like, I just, I, I, I can't, like... I can't function if I don't have at least a cup in the morning. Well, see, I that happened to me when I gave up alcohol. Right. I had a severe headache for like, I'd say, seven to ten days. And then it, it goes away. Right, but it's just getting through that seven to... I don't know how the hell you did it. I would want to, like, shoot myself in the skull. Yeah, no, it was bad, man. I just popped Highland, um, Advil. Advil works for me. Right. And I would just pop Advils every day. I got, it was weird. I got headaches exactly when I would start drinking, too. Like, on the ride home from work, mm-hmm. as I passed the liquor store that I'd always go to, I swear to God, the headaches started right around that time. Like It's like my body knew that around 4, 4.15 is when the porn should start. And, oh, my God. So, wait. Do you ever, like, now? Because how long has it been since you drank, basically? Uh, six months and two weeks, I think. Oh, shit. So, have you gone, like, stopped into that liquor store since just to say hi to some of the employees? Like, <laughs> did you have regular, like, employees there? Like, when were you going, hey, Al, how are you doing, buddy? You know, no. Um, really? Th- there was guys I recognized enough, but... Th- there was there was a real it was like a revolving door in that place. I don't know if they didn't pay well or whatever, but it always seemed like somebody was being trained. It it always seemed like a new face. I wouldn't go exactly the same time. Sometimes I go on the weekends and load up in the morning or that night and load up or whatever or after work or think about it later and come back at nine and do it. So it, I wasn't like a regular like you could you know know when I'm gonna pull in or anything. Wow. Yeah. See, and that's like a state job, too. You figure they would, I mean, I would think the pay would be somewhat decent. Well, $11 an hour uh, is different to a lot of people. Oh, dude, if I was making that, shit. Yeah, some people think they're doing Right. Some people think they're doing great. Other people would think, like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Very, very true. Very true. And, uh, oh, there was something else I wanted to tell you, too. You remember the 41-year-old that I told you I was talking to? I think she's from somewhere in Jersey. Yeah. Well, this this goes to prove just how shallow I think American women are. Okay. And, obviously, stand-up comedian or stand-up comedian wannabe women, uh, they're probably just not that funny. As soon as I told her that I wasn't rich and that I was gimpy, she stopped talking to me. <laughs> we were talking great for like maybe a week. I was like, oh, she's going to give me a number. We're going to get together <clears throat> and I'm going to break this 10 year dry spell. But then I said, well, no, I'm not rich. And I. So wait, you said, how did the rich thing come up? Um, she said, oh, where do you work? How much do you make? Well, no, no, no. We were talking about past relationships, and I had mentioned about the New York chick and uh, how I was used. And I said, you know, she's thinking I had all this money, and I really Mm. didn't have all this money. And and, no, that's that's a new feature of the show, guys. Yeah, we, we want you to feel like you're at a park outdoors, <laughs> like you're hanging. Uh, we have dogs playing frisbee, just barking, running around. That's like a whole like, thing to give you some ambiance. Yeah, and they don't shut up either. That's a mini dachshund. Um, <laughs> so, no, but I brought up to her about, you know, <clears throat> me really not having money and her just being interested in like wanting things like anytime we talked. She'd be like, well, can you do this? Can you do that? I need food. I'm hungry. I need money for Uber to get home from work. All that type of shit. So then I guess me telling her that 
plus. You don't think it was a leg thing? You think it was more of the money? Oh no, no, no! I think I think the leg thing definitely played a part because she's probably like, well, if his legs don't work, how do I know that his dick works? She was like, ooh. But see, if she would have just given me that chance, you know, she would have seen what a gimpy dick can do. Huh. Well, it's not too late to send a video. Well, no. See, we I never really had her number. There's oh. this app called um, Bottled, I guess. And it's pretty much where you can write a note and, like, it goes anywhere in the world. Oh, yeah? That's pretty much how it works, yeah. Um, oh. Well, because now, uh, I guess my bottle got around to somebody in India. Right. So I was talking to this. I Michael guess, J., this, I'd love to go out <laughs> with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll shower you with blueberry squishies. And uh... <laughs> I was thinking, you know, fucking a poo the whole time. And every time I'm thinking, I'm like, fuck, she's, 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 it's a female a poo. I can't do it. Um, but, but this one, uh, she, do you like um, beef jerky? Oh my God. <laughs> I like to jerk my beef. Um, if you push that button on my on my head, my garage door will open. Actually, I saw a picture of her. I don't think she's got a dot. No, no dot on her head? Do they all have dots, or is that like a... Oh, I don't know. I wonder. I, I got to Google that and see if all Indians have dots. Right. It seems like it's a, it's a trademark, so they should. But right. maybe some of them don't. But this one... She asked, like, well, I asked, like, what her hobbies were. So she said she likes to travel and, um, what is it? Uh, I think, like, write poetry or something. <laughs> and that's that. And then she asked, like, what I do. And I had mentioned. Did you tell you burn Blu rays? Uh, no, I didn't get into that. <laughs> I. I um she would not find that interesting at all I'm sure. No, I Well, I, I burn about 247 Blu-rays a week. Uh yeah. I podcast. Yeah, that's uh you know, and I take care of an amputee. I take care I help my mom shit and piss. I uh <laughs> contemplate suicide every like 3 hours. Yeah, pretty much on a daily basis. <laughs> I'll, I'll give I'll give it a daily basis. I'll I'll uptick from three hours a little bit, just a daily basis, especially when when diarrhea happens. Then it's worse. Um, oh my god! But uh, no, but I told her I said I podcast, and you know I'm I'm like an aspiring um, filmmaker because you know I have some things going, or at least you have I have proof of that on YouTube. I found Nightmare 6. Well, <laughs> but you know what she responded? She said, you're a genius. <laughs> Did he um, tell her the kind of film you're into is uh, snuff films? Well, uh, only if she's involved, then I can, you know. Now you can. Involved. Now you do want to do one with her. Well, yeah, if she likes to travel, I mean, maybe she could come here. Yeah, tell her all different, her body parts can travel to all different places. Right. You send and then, one yeah. to Europe, <laughs> one to Antarctica. It's amazing. You know, just all over the place. She could be the new face of Rabbit and Wren. Yeah, just her face. <laughs> exactly. You know, I could I could wear it as like a mask. She, I could be like Weatherface. Wow. And I could wear her and I call it Indian face. You know what you could do? You could do the broomstick ch challenge with and put her head on the top of the broom. Now, okay, wait. All right, all right, because this goes back. Now, this broomstick thing, you, you've got to tell me this, because when you first sent me that picture of that broom, <laughs> you freaked me the fuck out. I thought it was a spider that was going to jump up and rip my face. <laughs> no, um, it, that was a whole hoax that I guess everybody or most people heard by now, like, the thing that makes the broomstick stand up is all the bristles, like the the way you like the way you like uh, press it into the ground and maneuver it. It's like a bunch of mini tripods holding the broom up, 
And for some reason, somebody said that you could just do it on this one day when the world gravitational pull, the equinox, a winter, winter or whatever. So um, everybody did it as if this was the only day you could do it. But it turns out to be just nonsensical and you could do this anytime. It's stupid and uh, it's not a big deal. Did you try it the day after? Yeah, well, I put it up in the living room. And I just left it there, and it wouldn't go down for three days. So then I realized I got like I'm. A, you ever see those cartoons where they look at the where they look at the screen, and then like the jackass ears come up above their heads? Yes. I like that's what that. I did. I was like, oh, okay. So is it still in the living room now, or did it eventually fall? Oh no, I kicked it over once I realized I was made a fool. Of... Wow, that's no fun. I would have left that fucker stand <laughs> and see how long it actually would have went. Oh, you could do it again. Put it up now. It doesn't matter. That's the hard part, getting a broom. Yeah, I don't think we have one. I have a vacuum cleaner. I don't have a broom. Even though we should, because we have hardwood floors. Well, see if you can make your vacuum cleaner stand up. Do that challenge. Yeah, but that just sucks. (laughs) But they're supposed to suck. Well, yeah. I've always wanted to get one of those hose things and, you know, actually try it like Doofy did at the end of Scary Movie. Yeah, but why would you put a vacuum cleaner on your dick? Like, the the suction of something pulling that hard on it with no lips or saliva or tongue running up and down it, like, what what is what would you get out of that? Like, well, could you... I, maybe it's like a... I can imagine a sensation, I, I suppose, but... I mean, really? Right, well, see, his name was Doofy, so he's stupid, but I'll tell you how I would do it so it would work. What you do is you make artificial lips and artificial tongue and then do it that way. So you would, like, stick your dick in a watermelon or something, and on the other end of it is a vacuum? Right. And that way you get the full... Right, so then that way you would make the Jeff Daniels a la Dumb and Dumber on the toilet shitting bitch. Right. And I can't do it or else I would do it here, but I can't do it. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't do it. Nah. But it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely something. I mean, hmm. um, I'm going to meet I'm, Doofy. He's going to be a Monster Mania or something or uh, NJ Horrorcon. Dave Sheridan. Wow, I'm surprised. I'm going to Monster Mania, NJ Horrorcon, and Chiller Theater. Now, it's three conventions in the span of like uh, I think like six weeks. Oh my god, that's insane! Yeah. Now, what do you what one do you think costs the most? Because I noticed like Monster Mania has all their their prices. Dude, the like photo ops is where you is where you get buried. Photo ops are the most overpriced thing in the history of life. Like eighty dollars for a picture with Sting. Man, it's ridiculous. In makeup, the WW, WCW wrestler. Right. So, well, who do you who do you plan on on seeing at these things? Well, Ginny uh, from Part Two again, because I haven't seen her since two thousand nine, right. and I want an updated picture and stuff. Are you um, doing and, the thing with Adrian King and her together? Yeah, just, in photo op in costume. Oh God. So I'm doing that. So that would be cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm doing Sting in costume. I'm doing Jason X and Jason Part 6 unmasked in costume. Those are the three photo ops I'm doing, and that's it. And then I'm just meeting a couple other people. I'm meeting Steve Miner, who directed The Greatest Slasher in the 80s, Friday 13th Part 2. Correct. And Part 3. And 3, he did. And he did H2O, Halloween, which I love, except that um, I think Michael was terribly cast, terribly dressed. His mask looked horrendous every time they put one on him, which was like eight different ones. And he, there was nothing about Michael in that movie that was good. I mean, maybe the scene where the girl was in the bathroom with her daughter, he looked good through the crack in the stall. But other than that, I think he, that was the biggest flop of the whole movie. And I think if he looked better and he had better presence and didn't look so weird, I think people would... um like that movie more i know a lot of people don't like it because they don't like the sanitized horror thing that was going on in the late 90s but you know i don't mind that it was with the times it was updated it felt fresh um 
it felt believable. Laurie Strode's storyline. And I, I like Laurie Strode from H2O more than I like her from 2018. Yeah, I don't, I kind of agree with you. I don't, and by no means do I like her in H2O. I mean, uh, the best part of Resurrection was her death. Um, <laughs> but, but it felt more natural. Like the oh, H, the 18 feels so. It's forced. It's forced. totally forced. Like, why would she still be there? And, like, there, there's just so there's so many things about it. Like, she's that traumatized that she survived this 40 years ago. And, like, and if, if Michael's not her brother, why would she spend her whole life preparing in the eventuality that he'll find her again? Why would he find her again? You're nobody. And it says, why would you even care? You've been in a mental institution locked up for 40 years since that happened. Just yeah, because like, you get out why would you seek her out? Right, because it's not your sister, so why would he care? So if you're going to make it so he's not the the brother anymore, then how could you still make it so that she thinks she has to prepare for this? Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't, no, it never works like that. Right. No killer who was ever locked up for an attempted murder of a chick ever went back looking for her in t- 20 years later or 10 or three years later or one year later ever they don't I do mean, that this is this is this is four decades after <laughs> the event why why would you do that yeah well, I, I mean i didn't mind halloween 18 i i enjoyed it for what right. it was for the most part i hated the ending i think they should have went with the original ending yeah it was lackluster but, uh, well, i didn't yeah, know it ended i was waiting for the ending and it, apparently i already saw it did you you knew the original ending for that movie, right? No. Oh, you didn't. No. Oh, all right. Well, you tell me that you don't think this is a better ending for the movie. Well, what happens is Lori and Michael actually fight, and Myers gets stabbed, and Lori gets like mortally wounded. She gets taken away in an ambulance and is headed to the hospital. And Myers walks out in the, and you know how she had those like dummies or mannequins in her backyard. Mm -hmm. He walks out um, and like lies down among the mannequins as Lori is rushed to the hospital. And that's how it ends. Oh my God. But there's supposed to be like, you know, there was supposed to be a huge fight between them. And I think they should have went with that because it ended on a darker note. This, this yeah. the fire thing to me felt like a cop out because I mean I know they're supposed to ignore the sequels, but it happened two other times before in Halloween two eighty one. Yeah, and shit movie. Right. Yeah, I don't know why we went with fire again. Um. Yeah, I I just don't I don't know where this is going. Apparently, the test screenings for the next movie were through the roof. So whatever. Listen, just make a Halloween. I love the score. I have the uh, the score on vinyl. It's amazing. Oh, but, shit. I wanted to get that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't care. It, it, it was good when I saw it. When I first saw it, I was all into it. And then uh, after about three or four watches, I really began to absolutely hate the cast. I hate all their small talk. I hate all their jokes. Um, it was just the worst. Wait, wait, you didn't like Ray talking in front of his daughter about getting peanut butter on his dick? No. Because, <laughs> number one, <laughs> he, didn't get it. he didn't get it on his penis, number one. Uh, he, he didn't clean it. It was just dumb to say. It, just, it was just reaching for this outrageous humor. It's like, ooh, we're so edgy. Look, I'm making a joke like that around my kids. It's like, yeah, well, that was like edgy in 2002 yeah it's kind of uh 16 years too late we're not actually yeah i mean look at the shows and things that have been out since since then i mean it's just not that funny anymore i mean you know know? family guy and the simpsons have done right more risky stuff than that you know right before that yeah it's just i don't know and then like the small talk of the kid in the hallway with his friend like 
Uh, oh, I thought you were going to go to the dance with me. Come on, man. I'm really broken up about this. I can't believe you would do this to me, man. It's just like, oh, please end this scene. You know? And then I know a lot of people like him, but the kid, I won't be sitting here clipping my nasty-ass toenails. Wow. Oh, wow. You got the, the black kid who's who's way too mature for his age. And he talks and he says, I know you smoke weed. You don't think I know you'd be smoking weed. Oh, wow. Look, he's, he's saying that he knows what they're doing. He's just saying he's putting it out there. We can't hide. He's just too, he's too advanced for all of us. And like that is supposed to still be entertaining. Like it's an eye roller. It's like, Oh my God, please. Yeah. And they have him in the next one. And I don't understand why they're bringing him back. Oh, There's good. no need. His babysitter's dead. Who's going to babysit him <laughs> this time? Yeah. Uh, it was just... Ugh. I don't know. I just hate the small talk of almost everybody in this movie. But I know, you know, in terms of that, you do like the universal, like the old universal monster movies. Oh, yeah. I grew up so, on that stuff. So the Invisible Man. I oh, haven't seen it. Dude. I went to watch The Invisible Man this weekend. I went to Fandango. Mm -hmm. I went to my theater. I did Dolby because Dolby is incredible. Oh, yes, it is. I watched Halloween on Dolby, 2018 on Dolby Um, and Terminator Dark Fate. And uh, so, (coughs) excuse me, I put my seat in, got the best seat right in front of the handicapped people so you could put your leg on that bar. Oh, thank God. Yes. So, so, um, I pressed the thing at the very end total. By the way, just me, $21. $21. Now, is that with the service fees or before? Yes, with. Oh, that's with it? Okay. So Jeez, I'm like, you lucked out. Now, was this the afternoon? Or was it was 1245. Holy shit. It was the first showing. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? I'm not, I wouldn't even pay for the Blu-ray if it was $21. So, so I go and I said, well, screw it. I'll do standard. I'll be a cheap fuck. So I went, did all the same stuff for standard, press the thing, $19. I said, okay, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Now, listen, I make plenty of money. I'm not crying poor or anything like that. And people who knew what I made would probably slap me for doing this too. And say, I can't believe you of all people. But the thing is, it's the principle I could have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and I wouldn't do this. I just feel like I feel like stupid. Yeah. I mean well okay. Now I don't go to the movies that often and my brother probably goes less than me. But he has a, a, a thing. If he's movie pass? To the movies. Well no, no, he used to have that, but I think movie pass is pretty much done. Um, for lack of, I, I think they pretty much just shut down or whatever. So, no, but like, he goes to the movies probably less than I do. But let me just put this in perspective. We went to see The Last Jedi in 4DX. Now, that's where the seats move and the water shoots at you and all that what? type of stuff. Oh, we don't even have that 4DX? by us. Oh, no. shit. No, it's, 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 dude, the, I mean, that's like you're on a ride. Wow. Almost like the whole time. Like, um, if there's a rainstorm, you'll get misted with water. There'll be lightning. There'll be fog. What do you pay for this? Because if you tell me the same price as my standard seat, I'm going to kill you. Um, for, well, we, I went, it was the two of us that went to see um, Rise of Skywalker. So for, and this was 7 p.m., on a Thursday night, the opening night of it, it was with the service fees, I think uh, $55 for two tickets. Holy shit, man. But, but in defense of it, you, it was like you were on a ride for two and a half hours. Yeah, I guess I can't say anything about this because I don't really know the experience. And I guess if it's a novelty thing, then whatever. Yeah, you get you have to expect to pay something like that. But, dude, I was talking about a standard seat in a shit theater. And yeah, that is, did, did, did they even have the reclining seats? No, 
No. No. Oh fuck that then. I don't think they have reclining seats in the Dolby thing. But oh, really the th- shit. yeah, the thing is, I'm in New Jersey. If anybody's wondering, like, like where the hell does this guy live? And you're in Pennsylvania, so right. yeah, it's just different, man. Now, are you in Northern Jersey, like closer to New York? Yeah. Yeah, that's. It seems to me like things up there are, are like exponentially higher price-wise. Yeah. Well, I, I moved when I when I bought a house. I went to the west, so I live northwest, but it's still the same because it's still not too far away from New York. I can still get to New York in under an hour, you know. Well, but it's not enough, man. So yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I looked like the Invisible Man in the theater that day because I wasn't there. So uh, I did not watch it, um, and I'm excited to see it. I heard nothing but good things. Invisible Man, the original with Claude Rains, is one of the greatest horror movies ever created. Oh, I 100% agree. Yeah. All so, those universal monster classic things. Mm-hmm. And now Blumhouse said, I read today they want to make a Frankenstein. Good. Let's just not have Robert De Niro in it again. Well, <laughs> kind of threw me off the first time. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. But I think as long as they don't do because I know with The Mummy, with Tom Cruise, they were trying to do this universe thing, the monster universe shit. Yeah, like Marvel. they don't yeah. do that. Yeah, as long as they don't do that and just make them their own separate entities, I think it'll be fine. Well, I wouldn't mind that because you got to remember the original ones, they all were in the same universe. Like you had Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman in three separate movies together. Right. So, and that wasn't bad. That was great. It just, it just seemed like that's a part of the world. That's what's going on in the world. And then, um, you know, having Costello met all these guys with a mummy and Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde. So it, I, I'm not against it. I don't think it would hurt it, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch the mummy. It was so bad. I didn't watch it. But apparently they just went about it the wrong way. I have no idea what happened. But see, and I I, I wonder about that, though. Is there anybody I mean, because it's different, you know, back in the original like Universal Monsters time, it seemed like there were more competent people involved. I don't know if we have that same level of competency today. I think we definitely don't have the same creative people today. No, because all they do is recycle everything. Yeah, and they, they rely on the technology and the CGI visual effects to pull their movies through, and they really don't have much substance like they used to. And I know it's a generalization. There's plenty of people that do have tons of substance and tons of originality. But, uh, you know, I think generally what we come across, especially in the genres that we like, I think we come across a lot of unoriginality. Almost definitely. Unfortunately. I mean, there's a lot of indie movies like, you know, little things like Midsummer and Brightburn and all these like there's, you know, there's good stuff everywhere. But um, it's sparingly coming out, you know. Did you did you see Midsummer? No, that's the one thing I'm waiting for from you. Yes. yes, But it's been raved about so much. I figured I could say that and be safe about uh, the people wouldn't say that sucked. How could you bring that up? Because I brought it up because it's supposedly great and I'll be watching it in whatever, you know, two, three weeks, whatever. So most likely. Yes. But how about Hereditary? Did you see that? Now that I saw. Now, what did you think of that one? That was good. Okay. (laughs) And I like the ending with the weird witchy stuff. I, I like witches. I'm a big witch fan. So my whole life, I've been waiting for a movie that has a witch or th- like three, because those are like three of them with the sisters thing they always right. do. Um, I want a witch movie with a witch like the, from The Wizard of Oz. Like, I want a green witch with a big nose and a black outfit and the hat on a broomstick with a cat. I want a real movie of something like that. And I think they could make a great movie with, with witches in that style. No, but I we, think so too, but will they do it? That's I don't, it doesn't seem like it. it's been how many years since 1940. Yeah. I mean, what, what are we waiting for? I would kind of like to see that again, honestly, because that is, the, that's the type of witches stuff that I like, like the movie, the witch. Right. I went to see that. And yeah, I, I saw like, that, but it wasn't the same witch. No, and I, I, 
I remember at the end of the movie, I was thinking to myself, what the fuck did I just watch? And I want, and I love Suspiria, but that's not the same witches. I mean, it's good. Um, I'm just waiting for the classic. Cause you know, you grew up in these cartoons. I'm an eighties and nineties kid. I grew up right. when uh, most of the cartoons, the witches did look like that. You watch Scooby-Doo, the witches do look like that. Oh yeah. With the warts on the nose and all that shit. Like that. Yeah. So let's bring this shit to life, man. I mean, w- would it hurt to have a witch movie in the world? You make all this other dumb shit, put, make a witch movie. Yeah. They should, um, you know what? They should remake the witches that, uh, roll down. The movie that was based off of that book originally from 1990. Didn't you just give me that Blu-ray? Did I? I don't remember if I did or not. I think you did. I started it. Tiffany said it's one of her favorite movies. She heard the opening words from upstairs and said, you're watching one of my favorite movies. So I turned it off. I said, okay, we'll watch together. Can you watch now? She says, no. So I I turned it off, put something else on. So I still have to watch that. So were there witches like that in that movie? Uh, They weren't exactly to that but they were the closest representation that you'll get okay so i I think knowing what you just told me i really think that you'll appreciate it and it is a wonderful wonderful movie i love that movie cool i love the book i love the movie you have to after you watch that you have to report back to us and tell us what you think well as we wrap up we have about 20 something minutes left why don't you report on all of the new Blu-ray releases that everybody could look forward to, because you're the Blu-ray king, if nobody knows this. Um, Michael J. has literally... Well, let's just put it this way. He's been purchasing pretty much every new release or re-release of old stuff, redone and remastered, whatever. He buys almost everything. So. So he, he, I would say, how many how many Blu-rays? Just so everybody has a good idea of what you have, because I don't think we can count your collection. Uh, I would say for well, the last. No, actually, 15... I've kind of since we moved into the new place, and I have everything kind of centralized hmm. in one room now, at least where I keep them. Um... You should make furniture out of your Blu-ray, so you don't have to buy like a couch or a bed or anything or a desk. I was thinking about that, but the problem is the dogs. Uh, uh, they'll knock it over. Uh, well, the one especially. Um, I had a uh, torso, I guess, uh, an original Blue Underground torso Blu-ray release. And I had it sitting on my floor. This is in the old house. And the dog went upstairs, the little mini dachshund. And uh, I went upstairs because he was up there for a few minutes. And uh, I see pieces of plastic and paper like, strewn throughout the upstairs. Wow. He got to the case, kind of ripped the plastic covering off of it, and some of the cover itself was... I still have it. It has teeth marks in it. Wow. I'll have to post a picture of it somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So how many Blu-rays would you say you have at this point? Uh, um, Gotta be in the I gotta say, probably close to two thousand, maybe a little more than that. And that probably, and I'm probably, I gotta be, I gotta have a few hundred 4Ks by now. And how many hours of viewing time do you dedicate per day to these Blu-rays? Um, per day, yeah, is zero. <laughs> So why do you do this if you don't even indulge in them? Well, I intend to indulge. It's just I have to, you know. But what are you wait. waiting for? What moment are you waiting for where you say, okay, this this is the point of my life where I sit down and I dedicate like four to six hours a day to watching all my stuff? Mm. What has to happen for that trigger? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say... Probably, I'd have to become a vegetable, like a total vegetable, where I wouldn't be able to move. And oh. all I would be able to do is sit there. And then that's when you would break out the Blu-rays. But who would? But between you and your mom, who would put them in the player? I don't know. I'd have to. <laughs> I'd have to have an aide or somebody just to do that. Wow. Because I'd be sitting there. I'd be a vegetable. So I'd be like, oh. oh. 
And how would you be able to tell people what you what if they keep putting on the thing well, like what you don't want to watch? Um, I would have to like <laughs> have a type to talk thing where it's like I type and don't put that Blu-ray in. I right. want to watch Sleepaway Camp Three again. Right. Or the uh, today I want the Halloween Six producers cut. Halloween yeah. Six. Get that special pack where there's six different versions. No, not that one. 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 Yes. No, 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 not that one. Yes, that one. Uh, and then yeah, that'd be skip. cool. Well, then it would skip and it would just like keep repeating the same thing over and over again. <laughs> and I would just sit there and I'd be like, oh, oh. Jesus Christ. You know, but eventually, uh, but, but speaking of, well, yeah, new releases. I'm sorry. I got a few things today. Well, I didn't get them yet, but I placed orders for them. Um, Scream Factory is releasing this month, um, a brand new collector's edition of The Wizard. With, is that uh, the Michael Fred Jackson Savage. movie? Well, no, that's the one with Fred Savage and, uh, I don't know, some other I used to have it on VHS, and I loved it. It was the kid that was like the video game prodigy. And oh, had, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, that's coming out at the end of the month, so I got that coming. I got their uh, collector's edition of Bones with Snoop Dogg. Um, okay. I went to grab that Monster Go Home or Monster Go Home. Horrible. Just because, well, I mean... I am kind of interested in that Rob Zombie commentary just for the hell of it. Oh, right. When you hear a fascinating coincidence with that movie. What's that? So when I started getting into buying Blu-rays, it was 2001 or so. Mm -hmm. I think I bought a, I got a Blu-ray, sorry, Blu-ray, DVD. I got a DVD player in like September, probably for my birthday in 2001. So I start buying DVDs. It was like fascinating to do this. And you buy things that you really probably shouldn't. Because you're like, wow, I get to see him perfectly, not on a VHS tape, you know? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, the two movies I picked when I went to Best Buy was The Lost Boys and Monsters Go Home. So I watched Monsters Go Home or whatever. I think it sucked. I was like, oh, wow, my first one of my first purchases was a complete waste. So then I watched The Lost Boys. Do you want to hear what is the freakiest thing on earth? In the Lost Boys hideout, where they all hang out upside down, there's a poster in the background of the Monsters Go Home movie. No, there's not. Is there, though? I swear to God. God damn it. I want to dig up that Blu-ray and check that out. What are the odds that a person could do such a thing? That is very weird. And that's in, like, a cave. Right. Why, why would you have? A why would there be a poster, poster in the cave? Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was somewhere else. But it was. It's clear. Like there's a scene where they hang on it for like a straight minute. So I thought it was in the bad guys hangout, but who who really knows? But I, I just I can't picture it in the kids' room though. That's why I'm saying the other place. But yeah, just watch that movie. And there's a poster of the other movie I purchased that day. Like it's just you can't make that up. That's uncanny. It's it's almost like. Um... Yeah, it, it had to be in the cave because I could imagine it's where David's like throwing a noodle, Michael. Yeah, I think that's where I saw it. Yeah, that because if you're saying it, it hung on it for that long, like that's the only point right. that that would come to my head where that could be. Now I'm gonna have to dig up that Blu-ray and find it. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, I got that. The Universal Horror Collection Volume Four. Volume four, today. and I have one, two, three, and four. Yeah, and actually, I put because you um, need two and three yet, and I figured because I I started. I don't know if I if I had because I have a desk here where I have the computer, you know, that's where I do all my burning and all my podcasting and computer stuff. I had like these stacks of Blu-rays, and what I called that stack is like stack of things that I had to burn for people. Mm. So I finally um, this past Sunday started putting away the ones that I was done with. So now 
because the cabinet that I have is, is filled to over capacity. Now I'm putting them in totes. So I just started a new tote. And because you need Universal Horror 2, 3, and 4, I pulled out my 1, 2, and 3. And now when 4 comes in, when I get done with that, I'm going to put all four of them together in the tote. Wow. You are amazing. Thank you, man. Well, you're making that happen because otherwise, like, one and two would be in one tote and three and four would be in a completely different tote. Right. So, thanks to you, they will now all be together. Wow. Incredible. Um, Well, then there's this new movie that came out this week called Queen and Slim. Don't know for sure what that's about, hmm. but I think I'll get it at some point. I just don't feel like paying like twenty-seven dollars is the cheapest I can find it right now. Wow! So when it gets to be between ten and fifteen in about two to three weeks, then I'll probably get it. All right. Because there's that, and uh, I know there's like the black woman in it, so I might enjoy that. Um, Black women. It has the guy from um, Get Out in it, I believe. I don't really. No, care can't about take him. that guy. He is yeah, so. Un- he's the same. Ca- he plays the same thing in every movie he's in. I know, and he's just like so whiny. Like, Ugh, dude, I please. I can't look at his face anymore. It's yeah. It's like, can you just get hit by a truck? Like he's he like, has the same expression on his face in everything he does. Like. He was in this uh, episode. Um, you ever hear the show Dark Mirror or something like that? Or I've Black? heard of it. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Black Mirror, right? It's it's like Twilight Zone. Uh, um, yeah, I definitely heard of it. Yeah, it, he's in that, and it was the same. I just can't take looking at him. Uh, and real like quick, his huh? eyes just like get all big, and they get right. all watery and red, and it, and they Always. get like a nice tight shot on his face and he just looks like always just looks so sad it's i can't take it like i want to punch him so speaking of the twilight um as we wrap things up i just want to throw these few things out there so i watched the creep show on shutter the new thing no because it's not really good like maybe people are like reaching for anything to tap back into what they used to love or whatever but i don't know and i'm not hypercritical like i think the trancers movies are great so like i mean i you can't say i'm a snob or anything but this show just seems very uninspired like when i watch these these episodes it doesn't seem like somebody like the guys i i just i have the burning i have to make these episodes i have so many great ideas and creep show is great it's an anthology let's make it like like tales from the crib remember how good that was and and i have so much we have to do i have so many great ideas it doesn't seem that way to me it seems like every episode they they're trying to come up with anything and then they basically tapped into old shit that we've already seen and it's all very derivative and it's just not great it it just doesn't have to be there so i gave up on that the new Twilight Zone that they came out with, the first episode was the comedian guy. You ever seen I him? couldn't even make it through. Right. Like, and then it didn't even end the way it should have ended. I, I forgot how it ended or whatever, but it, I remember the big punch that ha- almost had to happen didn't happen. And I was like, what the hell is this? And you can't be too hard on it, I guess, because... People have this this thing where like they think Twilight Zone is untouchable, like you can't say anything about it. But in reality, dude, let's face it, there was only like twenty amazing episodes. And oh, the original one, yeah. There's... The the rest are not really that great. I mean, th- it's like twenty amazing, ten good, and the rest are all snooze fests. Well, you know what it is. I think people like just like that because it's black and white. So I think people. Or there's a few like people that like draw just from the atmosphere of it, right? And I think that that's the thing. And I that that kind of like colors, I think, their vision. 
Well, you know what I think? I think those same people only watched the Twilight Zone marathons growing up, and they only played the fucking good ones. Right. So yeah, they, they right. They never even probably watched all the snooze fest ones. They probably don't even know what I'm talking about. They they probably didn't blast through every single episode when it was on Netflix or anything like that. They're going off of the ones that are good. And if you'd say that, then I agree with you. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, that's, that's a, what they're doing. Right. But as a whole entire catalog, no, it wasn't that great. Yeah, I went and I bought the, uh, they had the Blu-ray set. Right. I think on sale for like 50 bucks. For all five seasons? For all five seasons. Are so you I just serious? It. Yeah. Oh, I would have liked that. Yeah. I mean, I have it if you're ever interested yeah, but I don't want you to sit there and burn all those discs. I'd rather have the real thing. I I bought all the blue. I bought all the DVDs when they came out back in the early two thousands. Did you? And that's why I saw those, but I never got them. I'm like, eventually they'll do something because they right. were doing stuff with Blu-ray. And then I saw them like, oh, when it came out, I think it was like at first a hundred and fifty or maybe more than that. And I was like, nah, I can't do it. But I'm like, shit. Five seasons for only fifty bucks. That's like ten bucks a season for Blu-ray. I'll take. Can't it. beat that. Even if you just take the good ones. I mean, like I said, thirty great episodes or whatever. I mean, maybe it's still not worth fifty bucks, but I'll keep you know. my eyes open. If you're really interested, I'll I'll get you a good price for it if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So is that about it, Mike? I think that's about it for this one. Well, I must say this this seemed like a better show than the first time. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't a lot less sex talk. Less sex. That's all. You know, other than that, I think the last one was a fun time. Yeah. Um, I just I always think people get freaked out when it gets too dark. Yeah, probably some people do because they're prudish and I get that. Oh, you know what? I just found it. Oh, it's DVD for 50 bucks. Blu-ray's $400. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. Again, I guess there's a bunch of versions of this. Complete series, $66. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah. Let me make sure it's the right one and not the 80s one. Uh, uh, yeah. I think they have the 80s one on DVD. I can't get a picture of what these are. Uh, original, okay. Okay, it's the original, okay. And it's 66? Yeah. Wow, that's really not bad. I'll add it to my cart for now, and I'll contemplate. Hey, you never know. It might jump down in price while it's sitting in your cart. Yeah. Uh, the, the, com- the complete 80 series is $30 on DVD. That's DVD. I don't think they did a Blu-ray for that one, unfortunately. No. I'd rather have that on Blu-ray than this new. Yeah, right. Yeah. I I would I not mind buying the '80s Twilight Zone and just zipping through it. Yeah, because I don't think I'm ever gonna go back and try to watch this new one again. Because that I think I actually fell asleep during that first episode. I was like, I just don't think it's that. Good. No. No. Not really. So, all right. Well, good time. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. It is our Sunday show, Rabbit and Red. Um, look forward to new releases of Mike's regular Rabbit and Red show with his new co-host. Amber. We enjoy. I enjoy her. And I think um, you guys will, too. Just give her a shot. I think... Uh... Yeah, hey, listen. Uh, I can't believe I I I want to apologize to Amber myself for you and say I cannot believe Michael J threw you to the wolves on your very first podcast experience ever. Giving her an interview, I would have been like, whoa, what? what? No, that's, I just want to talk about horror movies. What do you mean interview? That's what I said. She handled it like a champ because yeah. You know, I, I told her, I said, keep it casual, because, you know, I don't talk to people, so. Yeah, I I remember, if you want to hear, you know, people think, listen, I'm not tooting my own horn, but there are people who think I'm good at podcasting, okay? Like, Skeleton Crew fans and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and Banana Laser fans. Right. Now, 
thank you for thinking that. But if you heard me on Rabbit and Red in the early days, especially during interviews, I mean, that is how me and Vince had our first rift, I think. I think me and Vince never had a problem with each other ever until the day when he told me he's going to do the Rick Rosenthal interview alone. And I guess I felt slighted or something. I can't remember what I thought in 2011. It it was nine years ago, but, um, and I haven't thought really about it in years. Uh, but I'm sure I was offended and like, well, why can't I be on it? Blah, blah. And then I think back to like the interviews I was on in rabbit and red and I was atrocious and Vince probably just picked up on that. I'm sure. Cause he has ears and I think they work and he probably was, you know, Halloween two is one of his favorite movies ever. And it was close to him. Yeah. So he probably number one, wanted to do it alone anyway, but then didn't want me fucking it up with my nervous, stupid, jittery bullshit. And he just made the call. He said, well, I'm in charge of the show. So, uh, I'm doing this solo. Um, and I couldn't handle that at the time. Um, being, being better at this, I understand more now and I, I understand the thought process better, but as a novice who sucked, I just was a frustrated, uh, offended little guy. Well, what I, what I really think I don't, I think had, um, we've had more of a window, you probably would have been on it. The only reason or the main reason was because it was kind of like a last minute thing because he was driving to the Sundance film festival and he's like, okay, I'm going to be on the road from this time to this time. And that's all I can do. So it's either you right. do it now or you don't have me at all. See, that is even if that's the explanation, then I was completely wrong. But that, that is exactly what happened. Really? Because I, I don't remember, remember Vince saying I was, that. I, well, see, you got to remember, I was the booker. So I handled scheduling all the interviews. Right. And so, it, was I not home during that hour? You, I think what happened was it was like, it was, I know it was kind of like between a four, four and five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh yeah. I could have done I it. don't remember what your work schedule was. Yeah. So I think that wasn't a part of this. I do think it was just him not wanting me to fuck up the interview. I really, cause I, if he said it was during hours, you would have never been able to do, I probably would have took it better. And, and I think. I think I was so bent out of shape. I probably left the show for a little while, right? Or something like that. Or... I think, yeah, I think that's, that's Man, what, kind of what happened after that. I think That's just the reactions of a crazy person, which now I know that I am. So it's sad, but I'm dealing with it. I'm trying to keep a lid on it. Like uh, Rambo said, we, we all have, we all have our issues. I know I've had things in the past myself over. Yeah. Things. I'm irrational. What can I tell you? Oh, you hear? You know what that means? It's time to go. Oh boy! Oh. Wow! Unbelievable. Well, guys, have a good one. We will see you uh, hopefully in a month. All right.
Turbulence. Boop, 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 boop. Turbulence. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.